She just wanna party in LA. I wanna get naughty and get paid. Is that way too crazy? Hey, what's going on? This is the R&B hip hop artist Mellow. You're listening to the Mountain Movers podcast. This is the Mountain Movers Podcast, a platform for you, the ones with a voice to be heard, but no microphone to speak it. This is your time, your chance to become more than they believe you are, more than you believe you are. So let's do this together. Welcome back to the show. I'm sitting here with Mello. He's already bringing the spice in the pregame, but now we're about to drop it. What's going on? Yo, you know who it is. It's Bye Bye Mello. Hello. How you doing? Uh, we're going to get into, you know, some uh, Q&A. A little Q&A. A little A and B. A little back and forth. You know what it is. BNF. But uh, sipping my tea, so it's going to be a cool session. Mm-hmm. If you hear the sipping, don't mind it. <laughs> Mello, who are you and what do you do? <laughs> What's up? Um, I am Romello Griffith. I am an artist. I am a creative. I make music. I make poetry. I am a designer. I'm a director. You know, I'm a speaker. I'm a lover. <laughs> I'm a brother. I'm a fighter. But I'm me. Welcome. It's been a pleasure. I have a... Uh, a lot of new music on the way, and I want you to hear a lot about it. So we're going we gonna, to we gonna let this ride out, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so take me back now. Let's go back to the earlier stages of Mellow's music. You know, how did you get started in music? He was a wee little baby. <laughs> a wee little Seamus. No, um, honestly, it actually started with, with dance. Uh, <laughs> like, I just liked music, and I was a break dancer um, as a kid, and I kind of still do it now. But uh, my focus shifted. I started getting into poetry and writing initially just poems about apple pie. Like, I was a, I was a fatty. I was a little chunky <laughs> kid. But um, after a while, I just I started finding my own rhythm, my own way of really communicating and putting out my messages. So I just, I, I was drawn to music. I, I couldn't live without it at one point. I was like feeling like that was what, let me breathe. Um, I didn't have asthma. I had music. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah. And it kept it kept evolving after that. I went to school for it. Um, I got denied three times before getting it. But that's what you do. You get knocked down. You keep pushing. Because what else, what else are you living for but to make life have meaning? So obviously art and music in general is just such a driving force for you. Yeah. You know, you wake up and you you know that is what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. So when you get these rejections, when you get these no's, when people shut the door in your face instead of opening the door for you, how does that make you feel? I mean, happy, actually. Like, in, in a way, I'm like, you just missed out because... I know my worth and I work towards all my goals. Uh, and I think it teaches me uh, how to do better. So if anything, it's not really not really happy. Happy is the wrong word. So thankful. Thankful. Mm. That's, that's where it's at. That's you know? a good word. That's a good way to put it. Um, just because I will learn through every experience and that only makes me better. You know? Um, my parents didn't have everything, so I, and I know that they pushed past their own potentials by taking all the no's and turning them into yeses, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I think my way of giving back is following through on anything that they maybe wanted to do and didn't get to. I'd like to give back to them, you know? Just work hard. 
And do you think they know that you're giving back to them? Is this something that you voice to them, or are you just doing it silently at your own pace, at your own time? I mean, I would say that they that they do. I spend time. Well, I, I mean, I would hope that they do. Yeah, right. Uh, I would hope that they do. this is not something that I'm. Mom, I'm grateful. Well, actually, no, no. <laughs> I'm kind of like that lately. I've been like waking up on a daily and just being like, "Yo, I'm grateful for you," mm-hmm. just to at least let it be known that it's there and it's appreciated. But I'm just working towards being able to really show that gratitude. Yeah. Well, this is a shout out right now. I love you, mom. <laughs> I know to the moms. I love you. <laughs> we love you. I love you too, Dad, but, like, yeah. the moms. <laughs> you know what's up, Dad. <laughs> you know it's good. All right, so, you know, we're talking about um, these figures in our lives, these humans, human beings in our life that have shaped our way, that have inspired us to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a bit about some role models that you have in your music life, in your everyday-to-day life? Who do you look up to? Ooh. Mm. Well, people that... I mean... I try not to look up to people that I don't know, so I don't. <laughs> but people around me, I look up to Alex, my engineer. Um, he's just, I guess the, the the best way I can say is he he say la vie. He just he understands how to accept and go with the flow a little better than I do, and that's something that I can see within myself as something I'd like to evolve from or into. Someone who can go with the flow a little more. Um, some days you get in your head, I think, like, that's okay to think, but I think being aware of it, that's really what I'm aiming to be. And I think that's something that I see in Alex. I'd like to see myself. How long have you known Alex? Ooh. Over a decade for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, over a decade. So your connection, your relationship, it goes back. You guys aren't just new to the game together. No. It's like no. you guys work together because who knows you guys better than each other. Yeah, but it's crazy because, like, I mean, I have I have my brothers, like, right. uh, out that, that aren't in the music that I still would say know me if not better than Alex, but um, he knows musically we're, we're so in tune. We're so in tune. And maybe that's because of how long, how deep our connection goes. Uh, we used to go to like Sunday church and Sunday school um, um, back in the day together. And then, you know, life happens and we came back and that's when we're like, yo, we should, he's doing, he's already recording people, I'm making music. I just got back from school, um, and we're like, it doesn't. Why not? Why not? We're around the corner from each other, and it's blossomed into this crazy art form coming out of the both of us. So I think, like, the connections you make, they they matter. So I try to use them to my advantage, um, but to the advantage of both of us, you know, because. I'm eating all, all my people gotta be eating. Everyone. Mm. Oh, can I cuss on this? Yeah, go for it. Oh, all my niggas gonna be eating. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. Yeah. No, that's important. It's special. And it's funny because as an artist as well, there are so many different individual dancers that I knew growing up mm. that, you know, we'd see each other at a dance competition. We'd see each other at a, like a local show. And we wouldn't necessarily be like, hey, hi, how you doing? But we knew each other. We knew of each other, right? And even some friends that I made when I was younger and that I wouldn't see for years and years and years at a time. But here I am. I just finished school, even at school. People that I hadn't seen in years. Just like now we're under the same roof. Now we're here in one studio with all these other people and we're about to do something sick for four years. And that's how I felt with so many people in my class. So I guess it's just like that connection that you never want to break. Yeah. That bridge you never want to burn. Because you never know when, at what point in the future, you're going to see them again. And I think that's really special what you have with Alex. And I can hear it in your music. I can hear it in your music. Yeah. So let's talk about your music now. Live. Let's talk about the vibe of your music. Mm. Talk to me about it. Okay. So 
I've been waiting. First off, you said I can cuss? Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) 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 All right. So, first and foremost, I got to let y'all know about my uh, last single I just dropped, L.A. Crazy. I know a lot of people are saying La Crazy. It's pronounced L.A. Crazy. Come on, guys. But it does have, like, a nice kind of Spanish tone to it with, like, uh, L.A. bop. Even though, yes, I'm from the 6 or East Side, Ajax, what's up? Uh, (laughs) Um... That's some real good music that, that I just dropped uh, recently. Alex mixed that one by a producer by the name of uh, Kyoto Beats. Mm. I think straight from out of Korea. Like, yeah. and I was just, whatever. Hey, hold it down, Korea. Um, and I have a new single dropping every other week. Say that right now, okay? So just keep, keep in tune for it. Keep in tune for it. Where can they find it? Apple Music, Spotify, um, all DSPs. So any digital pl- platform that you can find, it's going to be out there. I promise you. You can find it everywhere. SoundCloud, go ahead. I don't care. You don't want to have Apple Music? Don't have Apple Music. But Spotify got the you know the playlist. That's what's that. So I'm, I'm on there. Just saying. Just saying. YouTube, fine. Hit me up. Um, but yeah, so keep it up. Uh, you can even follow my follow me on Instagram at Vibe by Mellow. Yes, sir. So uh, yeah, your music. You're, you've released a couple singles. Yes. A couple many, many, many singles. Many, many, many <laughs> singles. They're, you know, honestly, going through COVID, like, this whole thing has just given me a whole new, um, I guess, I guess tone to some of my music. I think I was able to really hone in and, and grow out of this experience. Um, I was telling you earlier about, like, how uh, I wasn't used to being by myself. Um, I'm such a social being that way, but, or at least I, I see myself as a social being that way. So getting to be my mind self really triggered or tapped into a different vein of music and creativity for me. Um, so I have a new project on the way coming out early November. Um, and it's been already such an honor to make it for everybody. It's, it's really i think me cracking open a piece of my soul finally um which is hard which is hard to 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 admit but i'm excited for it that's that's all the more reason why i'm excited because i feel like this is something that people are going to hear and feel i'm not alone even when they feel alone and so where does that stem from in yourself you know what was your experience through covid that really inspired this new uh Mm. i guess just a new outlook on life after realizing that i was filling a void before i guess I, i felt like at a time i was filling a void and it was with people parties entertainment it was with anything to distract yourself from fixing the things that only you can fix, you know? By taking a second and looking yourself in the mirror and just really understanding who you are. Um, So I felt like I had a safety net without, or an invisible safety net without knowing. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, we had to, everything had to shut down. There was no movement. Um, Shit, I had a a tour set with, with you know um, Alex and uh, one of our boys uh, to 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 Europe had to get canceled yeah right so it was a lot I think that kind of triggered me to be like okay it's okay it's okay to be alone and I realized that I just need to start loving myself mm-hmm. that was it just love yourself and when you learn to love yourself you'll learn how to love others you'll you know and really put that love and and passion that's what it is it's energy into the things that you do to make a spark in someone else we're that current of energy and how can we spark other people's lives to do something better better than even what we can do I think that's 
this this time has given me a chance to incubate which formed a combustion like a big bang in my own spirit to be like all right it's time for a bit of a change time to get your head on straight and focus and so has that changed your focus if like we're going to narrow down on a word i think it'd be focus because i think what me specifically you know Mm. you and i were very social beings as we were talking about a bit in the pregame you know and being alone during covid i feel like focus was that thing i was searching for because i think that now finally needing to be alone and feeling like i had to be alone Mm. not not even just like like i felt like even if i could be around people i feel like i i like i shouldn't be because I feel I felt like the universe was telling me that this was my time to zero down and focus. And so, is that, have you felt that at all? Has that kind of come through in your day to day? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have. Um, and you know, actually, I gotta thank my brother. Um, well, all of them are great. All my brothers are great, uh, but. Uh, my, one of my older ones um, he he came to me with a with uh, I guess a bit of a few tests because I, I well we all lived together when we were not when we were um, away for school and during that time uh, we used to challenge each other and I think it's something that we've decided to continue doing even outside of uh, being being in school so we'll call each other every now and again and do progress reports pretty much. <laughs> I love that. Right? Like, it's just like, okay, how you been? Like, what's, where, where you at? Where you at on your debts? Where you at on your finances? How are you, like, you know, and mentally, what's going on? And, um, he kind of challenged me mentally a lot over this time. So I think maybe that's where that spark of energy came for me. He's someone I can say I really and truly do look up to. Yeah. And so what's this rule you have about not looking up to people you've never met with? I mean, I'm, I don't want to idolize someone that I have no real knowledge of who they are. Like, I, like, you know, uh, I mean, I believe in God, but I wouldn't look up to Pharrell. Mm. Although he's a great creator, and I will study him. I have studied him because I love his his music. He's incredible. Like he is incredible. But I think we're all human. Why shouldn't I look at you like I look at myself? you're dealing with human emotions human feelings human perception of the world even though you have some super human abilities <laughs> you know like that's that feel I still I'm like let me get to know you yeah. let me understand who you are but I will study how you've achieved all your goals because that is incredible on its own so I feel like it's more an appreciation rather than a um What's the other word? I like looking up to. Yeah. There's another word for respecting. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think. Respecting. I think. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's actually a really cool perspective to have on things, because how much can you really know about someone just through media, you know, without having that genuine knowledge or appreciation, or just connection with them. Yeah. You know, I feel like that the people that really do deep down inspire you. Like, when I think of, like, my whys, I can list you, like, a handful of people, and not one of them is some celebrity, because they're not my why, they're not why I keep going, they're not what pushes me to get out of bed in the morning, but they are some form of inspiration, because I look at them, and I'm like, holy crap, if they can do that, mm-hmm. why can't I do that? Yeah. Why can't I get yeah. there, right? <laughs> so they push me there, like, uh. but they don't get me out of bed in the morning. 
<laughs> but my people get me out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's super special. <laughs> All right, let's take it back a little more now. I'll, you know, we talked about how you got into music. Yeah. You said you went to school for music, though. Yeah. Yes, I did. Take me through that. All right. Um, so, uh, I went to school in the capital, Carlton U. Uh, alums out here, what's up? <laughs> Ravens, what's popping? <laughs> Uh, but I actually started off in law. Um, even if you look in like my high school grad book, I, I said law, but it wasn't really what it, what I wanted. It was more so like, what do my parents want me yeah, for to sure, want? For sure. Um, anyways, uh, after being in school for like a year, I'm like, fuck this. If it's not music, I'm not doing it. Mm. Um, I applied. Strong application. Went in there, had had like my bars down pat, had my flow down pat, even sang a good song, you know, Ain't No Sunshine, right. Deal Let's With go. It. Okay. Denied. Wow. I was like, oh, all right, it's whatever, it's whatever. Went back again. Denied. I'm like, fuck, really? I was going to give up. I was like, nah, uh-uh. Something's not right here. Went and talked to the faculty. The dean hooked me up with, like, some private lessons, um, which brought me to one of my other inspirations, which is Roxanne Goodman, number one vocal coach you could ever have in the world. Uh, she kind of helped enlighten me. and get, or not. I, okay, I don't want to say enlighten. That sounds very... I don't know, over-spiritual? I mean, I am spiritual. Uh, anyway, she she inspired me on a different level to just keep trying. Never give up and enjoy that. Enjoy the process. Enjoy how much you learn through it. She taught me to enjoy the fails. Enjoy the times that felt like failures or no's. Because there weren't failures. They were just part of <laughs> what you have to do. Roxanne Goodman hooked me up. She taught me everything I know. And then sent me back. <laughs> and I won. And I made it. Mm. And I started crushing it. Started doing some talent shows. Winning them. Performing booking my own gigs out in the city and like just running the city musically yeah. trying to at least working my way there doing everything I can and it was working it was paying off it was, I was being appreciated people were actually enjoying things I was making I forgot which teacher one of my profs at the time they said something and I think it still sticks with me it does still stick with me that no matter what level you are, you can make a hit. No matter what level you are in music, it doesn't matter. It does not matter how much music you know technically. If you have a song, a strong song in your heart, people will hear it. you like there's no way there's no way they're not going to feel that beat and yeah that's kind of that was that was what felt like a progression through my university career but um part of that was making my first band and then my second band (laughs) um but it was still the first band Ben Kistner, incredible guitarist, also got me into like that feeling the music. Like, yeah. you know, we just like he kinda introduced me a lot into the rock world. I was already I already kinda had a bit of a a punky background from my mom. She listened to that as well, uh, growing up. Um, but Ben kinda got me into the good rock, like just like 
Led Zeppelin type rock. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to call it. The good shit. The good shit, bro. Like, the good shit. I didn't even learn it like that. But, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of helped me. It allowed me to adapt and evolve. I created a more soulsy, bluesy sound with my band. Um, which we actually have a project, like, building. We just... It's, that one's taking its own time. That's That'll be in time. Y'all ain't ready for that one. I don't think we are. No, I, don't, I honestly don't. That'll... <laughs> that's not... Um, yeah, there was even times, like, since I've been back here and not at school, that um, he's let me just crash by his place, and we'll go and do a seven-day stretch of just straight recording, 13 sessions, pack it all in, it's it was nuts. It was nuts. We actually put in some serious work. Yeah. Me and that guy in the kitchen, it's crazy. Crazy. But yeah, that was pretty much my university career. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> How has that university shaped you in a way that you feel like was needed? Because I know that there are a lot of artists out there that feel like they can do it on their own. You know, they feel like they don't need to go to school find a mentor, study the craft. Mm. But how do you think that going to Carleton, taking that step and, you know, auditioning three times, making it happen for yourself, how did that shape the artist that you are today? I think, hmm. I mean, it definitely allowed me to understand and arrange my music better. And I think that's a big piece of what artists don't know. Um, like, and and I, I like to share this share this knowledge. You know, like being able to have flow. Yes, that's good. You can be you can flow for days, but how you arrange your flows matter. How you arrange the context and what you talk about matters in the songs for them to also get that replayability. People need to connect to it. So how do you make them connect? Mm. It's more than just what you say, it's how you say what you say. You know? And when you choose to say what you say. Timing. Yeah. Everything. Jeez. (laughs) I feel like there's... Honestly, I feel like people need to hear it. You know, how often do you you see it? Mm -hmm. That's true. Like... I mean, I, everyone I know, and they could be biased, that's, but they could be biased or they could be real or whatever, you know? Um, they, at least when I do a consensus, you know, I like to do quality checks when I drop music. For sure. I feel like you should. I want to make sure, like, how, the, how are people receiving it? Whatever, you know? It's whatever. Uh... They say that I don't sound like Toronto music. And I'm glad. Like, that I'm genuinely happy about because I don't want to sound like the average Toronto music. So I'm not. (laughs) I think that's what it it comes down to. Like, uh, yo, shout out OG, okay? I'm not shooting to miss. I'm I'm, I'm not making songs for them not to connect. Like, I'm not just letting you just make a song and kind of drop it. I want them, I want people to feel them. I want... Each one. Everyone. Everyone, I want people to feel something. Someone out there, I want at least one person to connect with that song. I don't care who it is. They're like, damn, I felt that. Something in me resonated with that. Then you've done your job. I've done what I need to do. And so is that why you continuously put out music in hopes that, you know, it grabs somebody, it touches somebody? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want, like, because I, I feel like something, like, I... <laughs> I have had times where I felt alone and what I leaned on was music. I know I'm not the only one. And I feel like the way that I can give back and tell a little bit of my story 
because they need it so that way someone else can lean on them when they need to you know it's well, like handing down advice yeah so ultimately you're just you just want to be there for people yeah you know, and share what you're so passionate about mm-hmm. and how it's taken me out of bad places you know and how it's allowed me to rebuild relationships get over past ones I think I think you you'll you'll hear that a lot as well in some music is how to get over past hurts so um, but yeah and it, it kind of gives you a glimpse into my life or what goes in my goes on uh, from my perspective side of the conversation would you say you're open and vulnerable in your music I try to be yeah. I try to be I feel like it's not the easiest to like I think it's scary as fuck actually <laughs> to be opening up like that I 100 100% do but sometimes you have to do it scared you just you just have to do it scared because you can't go through life wondering what if why the fuck would you do that whose time are you wasting I think like that's the, the thing I've been working on a lot lately is being certain that's what's been kicking around in my head I'm certain I do not want to waste my own goddamn time I'm gonna do it scared. <laughs> Gotta do it scared. It is what it is. I have this, I have this um, philosophy actually that, you know, if you're if something makes you nervous, if you're scared, then you know that you're in a zone that's just dis- that's just uncomfortable. You're in your mm-hmm. you're outside your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that if you, something doesn't make you scared, I feel like it's just not worth it, or as worth it as it would be. You know, because I feel like when you're scared, you're when you're nervous, when you feel those, you know, anxious chills, you know, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Because when we grow, we're outside of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. When we're, you know, blossoming, when we're becoming that ideal version of ourselves, we're outside our comfort zone because that's how you grow. That's how you do it. So you got to be scared. You got to do it scared. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100. Like, bro, I... Actually, for my birthday, I'm booking a trip. Yeah. By myself. I, like... Okay, so... I was gonna go... I'm kind of deciding right now between Guatemala and Nicaragua. Mm. But, mm, I don't know. And and, and why those two places? Honestly, I've just never been to a Latin-speaking country before, and I've always wanted to go. Um, They, like... I won't be able to go this year, so I'm booking it for future, um, and hopes that we'll, in hopes that the world will clean up its shit for a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, 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 sorry. I I'm kind of just choosing those places just for Latin culture. I've always wanted to see more about it. When I was young, uh, like in elementary school, I did a project on Argentina, and yeah, I just I like. I was always interested in it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I'm I'm actually a big fan of language in general. To yeah. be quite honest, uh, I mean, when you go to Ottawa, you gotta speak French. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was it was a lot being out there. Like I I had to learn it. Yeah. I was like, wow. Especially if I wanted to work like in any heavy tourist centers, right? So. That was that's a lot. That's crazy, but I like it. And I knew I was. I told you I wasn't gonna bring this up. But what do they call you? They call you the artist from <laughs> the artist from Apple. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Um, actually, I don't even know who the fuck called me that. But <laughs> uh, I'm just that's just what I put it as, you know. Uh, but it's El Chico Chocolate que sueña as well, you know. That's me on my language flex. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I do work at Apple. I've been. Do my thing. Come visit me. Say what's up. Uh, buy an iPad. Buy an iPad. Uh, you know. Yeah. Take a picture. Yeah. Say what's up. Follow me. 
<laughs> You're high. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry. My bad. Honestly, I was just gonna say, this is crazy because I've never done a podcast before. So, this is in- incredible. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, people from the from the future. From the other side. <laughs> the other side. <laughs> how is it down there? Let him know how, how he's doing. Oh wait, you can't talk to him. <laughs> No, man, this is this is awesome. But actually, I want to, you know, I keep rewinding here. I like talking about early life. Hey, I'm with it. So I actually, I want to compare it. So I want to talk about uh, the ambitions you had when you first started your music versus the ambitions that you have now moving forward with music. So let's take it back to Younger Mellow. Loving music, loving movement, loving art. What did you see for yourself or what did you want to see for yourself? Oh, I actually, and it, wow, it popped in my head as soon as you said that too. Um, so when I was, when I was younger, I actually used to just like perform in front of my mirror, I used to perform for my family, just in the house, you know. Um, my uncle got us a cottage one year and we used to perform there too, little talent shows. I did my shit and I just knew I loved it. That was all, that was the main driving force of everything. Um, and I even had like these vivid dreams and I still like, actually they've come back and I think they've come to life in, in a lot of them too. That's, that's the craziest part about it. Um, of me with all these lights behind me on stage with just a sea of people who feel connected to me through the stories I tell in my music, you know, um, yeah, they were my favorite dreams, I think, now they're some of my favorite memories, because (laughs) I'm like, wow, this is, this is crazy, like, now the dreams are evolving, they're bigger, Mm. you know, those dreams as a kid are like, now I'm like, whoa, they, they flourished into way grander things than I could have ever imagined as a kid and I'm glad to now have those new set this the, like this foundation of dreaming believing into doing yeah. for a new I guess larger scale version of that yeah. for my life so well I mean it shows you that it's possible mm-hmm. right because you can sit down and you can reflect on what you've done and what you wanted for yourself and what you were able to make happen for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows you that, yes, this is possible. So moving forward, what do you see for yourself? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I see me as a top 10 artist, actually. Let's go. Um, and actually directing a large feature film I'm actually been working on a screenplay, so I'm gonna start start with shorts right now. But um, I found a new passion in that as well, so I think that's something that I want to dive a little deeper into alongside the music. Is showing my vision through film. Um, trying to think what else. <laughs> it's a big question. It's a big question, sir. I mean, hmm. Rephrase. Give me. Yeah, rephrase. Okay. I'm high. <laughs> Too high for this. Yeah, let's I'm rephrase. Let's rephrase. Who do you see yourself becoming? There we go. Yeah. Future Mellow is a big investor. He is a donator. Future Mellow is still a strong supporter in the black community. Future Mellow has given back. He's received. He's been blessed. He is blessed now. I think Future Mellow is 
richer than he's ever seen. Mm. He has a villa down in Jamaica where he's set his parents up for life. He has a condo downtown because it's all about location. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a loft downtown. He has a lot of stamps in his passport. I mean, he already has a lot of stamps in his passport, <laughs> but he has a lot of stamps in his passport. He's a traveler. I've actually been reading a lot more. This is, I feel like such a geek, but I love it. Um, and I'm trying to read a book every month, so I feel like the limits for who Mello is going to be in the future there are none it's limitless like (laughs) everything I I imagine for myself I see possible and anything that I truly want is already mine yeah I feel like the cool thing about that is that anything you've already listed today Mm. you never know what's going to show itself tomorrow or the next day or the next day so I could ask you this question in a week you could ask yourself this question in a year mm-hmm. it's going to be different it's going to change but it's going to be you it's still going to be who you want to be and I love that yeah yeah and like I feel like okay so I say this a lot um, or I mean yes I say this a lot that I could die tomorrow but right now, I'm here with my man Jake shooting the shit to this blue mic that ain't even goddamn blue. <laughs> what, what color is it? Black. There you go. To the black blue mic. <laughs> and I'm happy. I'm alright with that. I'm happy for you. You know? Yeah. So, I feel like that's that's how I how I live my life, but I've been introduced to a new mantra, and I think that is the new mode of my life. Live instead of live every day like it's your last, just live every day. You know, you know, just like instead of living like you could die, live like you're gonna live forever. And just live. Do it all. Do it as if you were going to live forever. If you could never die, just do it. Yeah. That's a sick mantra. Right? Yeah. Just fucking do it. I got to thank my brother for that one, too. Mm. So, that's that's a... I think these are all new outlets for me. Um, it's allowed me to, I think, be more mindful um, when it comes to my goals and goal setting and how to get myself closer to the new people I want to be in touch with or connection with or grow to the new heights that I'm looking at, looking to reach, right? Um, yeah, so it's really triggered that in me to, to just push more. Put, like, this is, like, you're doing it for you. Like, you know, <laughs> you're not doing this for anybody else. So do it like you're doing it for you. Do it like this is what you want. This is what you want. Now, if you were to say one piece of inspiration, one piece of advice to somebody who has a passion for music, you know, has a voice just waiting to be heard in a song, in a poem, mm-hmm. whatever. What would you tell them? How can they take steps to start? Do you mean technically or just like, like, go buy yourself a mic? Mm. Like, you know, like those, yes, those are steps that help. Yes, buy yourself a starter mic. Get yourself just 
even a, if it's a USB one, just get something cheap, start, you know. Um, and then if you really want to soundproof in the meantime, just put yourself under a blanket. If you really want to start small, that's, that's the lowest. But when it comes to the creative process, I think you just have to start by just like spewing out the words that are in your heart, but like the first heartfelt word that you're feeling, whatever it is, spit it out, figure out why that's the word. Why, why is that word popping out to you? Why does this word? Dive in that. Create out of that. Really, I think, I think the best advice like, I can give is just feel it. Like, feel it. Feel what you're saying. Do you feel what you're saying? If, you, if you're just saying it, it's like, okay, whatever. And you're not saying what's really what you really want to say. Say what say say what your fucking chest, you know. Just be real. What do you want the world to know? Regardless of anybody listens to it or not, share it. I think. I think something that a lot of people do too often is. I gotta perfect this. I gotta perfect this. I gotta perfect this. Yes, I get it down. But now it's not ready. I have to do this, this, this. I have to do this, this, this. And then this. And then this. Nah, it's not ready to drop yet. And they just never, ever, ever drop anything. Then you hear the stuff like, yeah, it's actually really good. Why don't you? You know? I think people are afraid of being shit. <laughs> and I've... At least I take the approach that if I'm going to be shit or the shit either way it's my shit (laughs) so you know regardless if you love it hate it I'm gonna do me and you should do you that's that's what it should be that's what you want do it not because anybody's watching not because anybody's not watching just do it because it's what you want because it's what you feel it's what you wanna do Mm -hmm. if you wanna do it do it Be true to you at all times. Like, people lie to everyone so much that they end up lying to themselves. And I gotta thank my dad for this, who I will say is an inspiration for me as well. You can lie to anybody as much as you want, but don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Obviously, don't lie in general, but don't lie to yourself. If it's what you love, do it. If it's not what you love, don't do it. Don't do something just for the sake of anybody else. Because the whole meaning of life is to give life a meaning, right? Like, it's for you to give life a meaning, not someone else. To give you, yeah, yeah, you know, (laughs) nobody's trying to live through you, you gotta live through yourself. Facts, facts. All right, so how do you think that COVID has impacted or shifted the way that the music scene is running? Like, honestly, it definitely well, sent everything digital. TikTok took over, honestly. Shout out to TikTok, they they did a lot, like, they really made a whole new platform and a whole new ballgame in terms of music. Drake went independent <laughs> so you know like a lot happened to, to change the music industry which kinda made the label suffer but if they can if they can shift accordingly to a place where it benefits the artist a little more then it might help but artists don't even need labels at this point they just everything's straight through social medias right and as it already was but I think it pushed more people into understanding how much social media is needed and is used to really um, promote and continue to, to, to continue to grow an industry or a company within an industry. So I feel like that's, that's been a, a big factor there. So do you think social media, I feel like social media has the power to silence a lot of artists as well though. You mm-hmm. know, they, it, it's this whole stage 
mm-hmm. you know, this digital stage that you feel like you need to be a part of, mm-hmm. you know, but not everybody is as advanced, not everybody is as fast at growing as other people. So, I mean, I guess there's two sides of it. There's mm-hmm. like, you know, get yourself out there, put yourself out there, take those risks and see what happens. But it, but it is about taking that first step. It is about taking that step and, you know, it's scary. And mm-hmm. that's what we talked about, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's scary, that means it's worth it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, isn't, like, isn't success on the other side of fear? Like, you know, all the best things are on the other side of things that we think are going to be so much worse. Like, I think that actually was something I wanted to mention earlier. Like, uh, you said how... When you're when you're scared, you know you're doing something right. Yeah, like because it means that you're doing like, you're doing something that you thought was gonna be worse than it was, and then it always ends up better. You know. Can I be honest? What's up? I still get nervous about recording, like recording interviews. Oh. I'm like, holy shit! Like I'm not gonna ask the right questions or. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm gonna make a fool of myself in front of my guest or whatever, right? Like they're just they're, they're just these little tiny, you know, voices in my head that, you know, often, mm. more often than not, actually, you know, tell me that I can't do it. Mm. But then it's about just fucking doing it, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. No, it really is just about just just do it, do it. Fucking scared, man. That's that is so key. That is so key. That's all it is. That's all it is, because you learn, you learn. You can't learn unless you unless you apply, unless mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's and uh, it makes so much more worth it. You feel alive after, you know. That's why I'm into all that like crazy shit. Like I'll cliff dive, I'll bungee jump, kinda. Um, that's that's questionable, but I'll skydive, I'll snowboard, I'll do I'll, I'll do all those weird shit. I just want to do the things that I'd be afraid to do. Yeah. You know, I'll perform in front of random people. I'll hop up on any stage and just whatever you I'll, I'll show my art because that's what I want to do but I feel like that goes hand in hand it's like yeah. okay I'm mellow and I can skydive I'm mellow and I can you know snowboard on this super steep mountain and then as long as you remember that you were capable of doing those things walking on stage and performing won't seem so bad yeah it won't seem as scary as it used to seem mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. honestly just like when when I get on stage I, I look at the people watching me as if it's just me. Like, I'm just like, they're like I am, you know, like, they're someone who enjoys music too, <laughs> like, you know. Uh, they, we all came to this function for a reason, you know. We obviously have something in common. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> we already broke the ice, okay? <laughs> you paid to come here and I'm here, <laughs> so. <laughs> the ultimate ice cream. Yeah, we're friends already, okay? <laughs> like, Marry me. <laughs> yeah, like, what's up, what's up? How's mom? <laughs> you know? Um, oh, shit, I actually meant to say this before. Uh, espresso for that, because I was saying that song is coming out. Um, Monday, shout out to the producer, Travis Thickle. That's my dog. I'm telling you, him and I also have a crazy connection. Like, we know each other musically. Uh, similar to how uh, me and Alex know each other musically. It is crazy chemistry when it comes to uh, making like hits. It's nuts. It's nuts. You lay some down, just always on par. Always. So, yeah. Big shout out to him. <laughs> so, before we get to the Mountain Minute here, ooh. before we really wrap things up, <sighs> I have I'm one scared. final question. I'm going to pee a little. <laughs> Too much green tea? <laughs> so much great. Actually, I need water for Continue. You have water? Yeah. Take this question however you will. But as an artist, I think it's really important to know your voice within mm-hmm. your art. Know what it is you're trying to say. Know what it is who you're trying to be. And know, like, wholeheartedly the impact that you're trying to create. So that's my question to you. What is the impact you're trying to have? You know, what is your voice within music, within art? You don't have to play within the lines to play the game. You don't, you do not have to 
be the conventional artist that the industry paints you out to be based on your color, age, sex, doesn't matter. You can be exactly who you want to be because you want to be that. You're in this. You have to be you in this. You can't come into the game trying to be somebody else. Doesn't work. That's why I don't. That that same thing with back to uh, sounding like a Toronto artist. I don't for a reason because I'm not just a Toronto artist. It's not just the. I can't put my sound in a box like that. Mm-hmm. So don't try to conform to the box that the industry has set for you. And it's okay to feel. I think those are the two things that I would say are my messages in my music. It's okay to feel and it's okay to be different. Yeah. I think being different is I think not being different is overrated. Right? <laughs> like, why do you wanna? Why do you wanna be like everybody? Else? Like, yeah. like, all I see in in the music industry right now is like, telly parties and shorties and fucking, out like I don't even know. They got money and booze and cars. That's all I see. That's all I see in every video. Like, you guys are the same. <laughs> you guys are the same, y'all. Y'all don't see that? You guys are literally the same. <laughs> but, hey, man, I mean, y'all just want to be copycats. Go ahead. I would rather be myself. I would, like, it's just more fun. <laughs> like, you know, I get to, if you fuck with me, that's because you fuck with me, not because I'm trying to sound like the next Pressa or the next right. Drake or the next, like, you know, like, those guys are built like that because they're built different that's that's the whole point of being built different mm-hmm. but they think that acting the same is gonna get them that result you know it's just weird I, I like don't don't do that like, it's almost backwards it's backwards it really is it, it, it's backwards like you have to be a leader in your own in your own right for them people to be interested in you well, I digress. <laughs> so, are you ready now for the Mountain Minute? Oh, no. Okay, okay. The high is coming down, so this, is, this should be great. Let me, let me get another Get some water going. Hold on. It's going to make you think. Ugh. It's going to make you dig deep. Oh, God. These are the most intense questions you will ever hear in an interview. Are you ready? Are you ready? The night tonight. This, this, this is, is the Mountain, mountain, mountain Minute. Minute. Three, two, one. Favorite movie? Uh, to, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Favorite food? Ooh, uh, uh, Asian, Oriental. Go to breakfast. <sighs> Double pancakes, chocolate chip, uh, bananas sliced on top. Ooh, and I'm sorry, them hash browns like with the little the bacon grease to it. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite song? Ever, it never entered my mind, Miles Davis. Where did you first hear this song? Uh, University. <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure song? <laughs> oh, real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. <laughs> favorite day of the week? Sunday. Least favorite day of the week? Sunday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Favorite color? Green. What time do you usually go to bed? Three. What time do you usually wake up? Nine. If you could make any animal your pet, what animal would you choose? Cheetah. If you could change the stigma around one thing in the world, what would it be? Um, 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 shit. About shit, yes, about poop. <laughs> What's the stigma? What's wrong with it, guys? Why is it so bad? I don't know. Why does it smell so bad? I don't know. <laughs> If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? James Franco. If you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Ooh, um, telekinesis. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Coffee or tea? Tea. <laughs> Rain or shine? Rain. Day or night? Night. Favorite number? Five. 
Where do you want to travel? Which we talked about. Everywhere. <laughs> Fill in the blank. This podcast is... Liddy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that was scary. <laughs> you crushed um, them all. Whew. What was number six? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Melo? Thank you so much for sitting down with me. You know, we've been trying to make this happen for a couple weeks, and I'm glad we finally got to sit down and, you know, talk about who you are. I'm still having a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) It's the tea. And that's the tea. Ooh. Ooh. Signing off. You know, bye bye Melo. Thank you for having me so much. Oh wow. Please check out my latest single, LA Crazy, on all streaming platforms. Got a new one called Espresso coming out next week, Monday. Check me out. Bye bye Melo. IG everywhere, all socials. Later. Peace. Thank you once again for tuning into another episode of the Mountain Movers Podcast. Please, if you are an iTunes listener and enjoyed what you heard. Feel free to rate and review the podcast. Ratings help this podcast gain traction, which ultimately will grow the Mountain Movers community. So until next time, keep climbing. Love always. Cheers.